Welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash, and today I am here with... Uh, my name is Kevin Roy. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> thank you so much for coming onto the show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, no, no problem. This is going to be great. Um, so, for people who are listening, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? I'm a uh, singer-songwriter from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, I've been doing this now for about two and a half years, probably as a full-time uh, profession. Uh, before that, I was a school teacher for about three years of my life, and uh, I left that career to to pursue music full time now. So that's where I'm at, and this will be my first uh, LP I'm releasing uh, this fall. I've got one EP and a couple years of, of uh, touring across Canada, sort of thing behind me now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for people who we just heard one of your songs, but for people who are unfamiliar with your music, um, well, how would you describe your music? Describing my music, um, um, yeah, I'd say my music is a blend of kind of folk 
uh, I guess it is folk music really, but um, I just have a fascination with the sounds of country music. Mm -hmm. And so it's a lot of kind of country sounding music uh, with folk style kind of songwriting, I guess. Mm -hmm. That's definitely what I noticed when I was um, creeping you earlier before the interview (laughs) to find out what I was going to talk about. Um, So we started the interview with the song Same Old Sky. Uh, Do you want to tell me how you wrote that song? That's actually of the collection of songs that's on this uh, this album. That was probably the one that dates the furthest back in my songwriting. Um, it was a song actually that I wrote for a previous band I've been playing with, and then it just kind of uh, um, it just kind of fell off of my um, kind of my playlist of songs that I'd be doing. And when I started my solo project, I used, so I used to play back in, in Winnipeg in a various a bunch of uh, various different bands and. Um, yeah, when I started my solo project, I that was just a song. I started a, a bunch of new songs and um, trying to write, obviously, as much as I can. I mean, it is, I guess, my job now, so it should probably be what I do a lot of the time. Though it doesn't always seem that way, but uh, <laughs> but no, I uh, and then more recently I've been playing. So my first, I, I released an EP in 2014, and I recorded that with primarily an acoustic. I guess it was exclusively an acoustic uh, arrangement, like traditional bluegrass instruments, kind of playing folk country music. And uh, more recently, so for this Heartworn Highways album, I switched to a little bit more. Um, electric sounds I guess so I added I've always been a sucker for pedal steel uh, pedal steel guitar and and uh, the telecasters and and uh, if you put some brushes on drums and stuff like that um, it's kind of I've kind of been a sucker for that kind of sound that Canadiana Americana whatever you want to call it alt country okay. and um, yeah so when we developed uh, and worked on in pre-production these songs and I've been playing with this uh, New new band, but it's, I guess it's sort of an old band of sorts. Um, many members that that have played on this record or play on this record and and play with me now are a lot of old friends of mine. But uh, it's kind of a new project, I guess, playing with this electric arrangement. And uh, yeah, that song really kind of fit the the groove and the the sound that we that we've been kind of developing in in pre production when we were starting to hash out songs for this record. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and and what is it about? This the song itself. I think it's it's pretty straightforward. It's um, kind of a song about uh, about just missing missing someone or or a place kind of thing, and uh, and and being somewhere when when someone you care about or love is uh, somewhere else, sort of thing. And uh, yeah, it's I'm not usually the most uh, cryptic songwriter. I do have a few songs like that, but for the most part, it's kind of more folky stuff. So I mean, it's more to to the point, telling a story, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that being said, um, I'm huge on asking people about their songwriting style because that's as a songwriter, I, I, and as I struggle to write and find topics that I'm comfortable sharing with, how do you find you or how do you write songs? I know. How do I write songs? <laughs> yeah, it's I, I mean, as a songwriter, yeah, it's a question you get often, and um, I think everybody approaches it differently, and there's no obviously no right or wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. And when I started writing songs, um, like for the most part, the songs I write are just almost like, um, like lyrical musical, just like vomit sort of thing. I mean, for Gross. lack of a better uh, <laughs> definition or explanation yeah. or metaphor, um, it's just kind of a lot of it is lyrics and melody and rhythm and everything just kind of all at once. And uh, whether it's just for like one line of a verse or a chorus or something like that, you f- you find something and then build off it. It's actually only been more recently in my songwriting in the last couple of years, probably that I've started, I guess it was around the time that I left teaching to, to pursue music full time that I decided that um, 
maybe I should try and focus on songwriting and, and set aside certain times because a lot of the time songwriting and songs might just come to you at the the weirdest moments and something just pops in your head while you're driving or whatever it is and then you have to like thank goodness for iPhones and and smartphones where we can just record those little blips that happen and those those brilliant little moments but um yeah so more recently I've been involved with uh, like doing co-writes and and uh, I guess more focused, just sitting down, like, okay, well, these two hours of my day are going to be set aside to, to work on a song or something like that. And, uh, yeah, so more recently, that's how I've been writing. But for, for the most part, a lot of my songwriting had been had been just, you know, one chorus or something just kind of just comes to you and you just get it down and you kind of build off of it. Mm-hmm. And how do you, with that, like, I have a little snippets of, of songs and, like, this would be a great song one day and then I just yeah. put it aside. How do you go back to that and decide, <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to work with this and how do you build off of that? You know what? It's, uh, I guess it's kind of like, well, if that thing ever pops back into my head again, it must have been something pretty damn good mm-hmm. or it must have been, you know, it's it's coming back to you for a reason. So a lot of times if I hear that melody or hear that lyric or whatever, I'll go back to my phone and then have to scroll through hundreds of... <laughs> However, I defined those little moments that had come come to me. I guess mm-hmm. I know, so. like a hundred, like just memos on my phone, and I'm exactly. like, I have to like listen to them, like not not that one, not that one. Yeah. Oh, that was just me, just to remind myself. That, yeah, I know what that's like. The worst is when you don't change the name, so then it's just like memo voice one, memo two. one, yeah. two, three, <laughs> and it's like, oh shoot, which one is that? <laughs> yeah, oh, I totally get that. And I used to I used to work in a in a little bakery cafe thing, and I would she had like a classical kind of uh, piano playing in the background and I hear something like, oh that, I think of a good melody and so I have to go in the back and like record it in the back so you yeah. hear like the dishwasher in the background but I totally get that and like I still haven't gone back to them yet because there's just so many uh, so you're saying that you do a lot of co-writing yeah. what is that like? Co-writing is um, it's it's a great experience I think it can be really wonderful and it's, it's a great way I think to hone your craft as a songwriter um, I've been involved in uh, some songwriting workshops and stuff through Manitoba Music and uh, and just through the, the, the wonderful scene we have in Winnipeg. There's a lot of uh, really willing and um, ambitious songwriters as well who, who are into who are into that sort of idea. So I've, I've got together with a lot of different musicians in Winnipeg to sit down. And, it, you know, it doesn't always work, but but it really can, I think, help for both artists, whether you're writing a song for you know, somebody else or one of the people participating in the co-write. But um, I find it just really gets you out of your, your kind of your go-to shell of, you know, what you do in a song. You know, people have, they have tendencies to go to certain melody lines or you have certain lyrical kind of things you might do. Like you you have your own kind of cliches in your songwriting, I think, that you tend to grasp to um, pretty easily sometimes. And I think in a co-write, it really... It gives you a little more confidence to try something new and to um, and to approach songwriting from a different angle and and with a collaboration like that, it's it can it, it can turn out uh, you know pretty great. And even if it doesn't, even if you don't get a song out of it necessarily for for either of the artists in it, it still gives you a different angle or a different approach. And I think it really helps in building building your strength as a songwriter. Mm-hmm. No, I totally get that. Um... What are some struggles that you have with co-writing or that you notice that you've been having to work past to be successful? What are some of the struggles with co-writing? Or you personally with, have to deal with? That you personally have to deal with. Um, well, I guess, uh, you know, not everybody else is writing in the same genre. So, I mean, I guess it has to be... 
Um, going into it, you kind of have to f- sometimes figure out who you know who you are writing for, who is your audience, who is the person who's singing this song, who is the artist. Whether it's you know it might not, you might try and write something for yourself, and then you know as you get writing, you write something that's great, but it's really not in your wheelhouse maybe as a musician. Uh, or, or as a performer so it might work for the other person a co-write or it might be a song that you know like you finish the song and be like you know what well my friend does songs kind of in this style it might be something you want to pass off to them and share with them so I mean uh, I mean the challenges are you don't necessarily I guess know what you're gonna get when you go into it mm-hmm. but I think the the collaborative approach definitely does strengthen your ability to expand your you know the way you approach a song and how you write a song lyrically melodically whatever it is mm, so you you could you write with people who aren't who don't write in your genre totally like uh i did a i did a songwriting retreat a couple of years ago mm-hmm. in the summer um this one was through manitoba music yeah. and uh i think there's of the artists that were there myself the other artist i think that was probably closest to my genre was grant davidson slow leaves yeah and so Grant, he's uh, he's got a folk kind of rock thing going on, and uh, I'm a little more country, alt-country folk rock. Um, but then besides Grant and myself, it was like there was everything from R&B and pop songwriters to soul, uh, punk. Mm-hmm. And it was quite interesting when you we were breaking off into groups of three and just to see what songs would come up when you have like you know a folk artist and a punk artist and a pop artist kind of all together they mixed together and yeah. uh yeah there was definitely it was really neat to see the songs come out of that uh, retreat like not only was it fun to collaborate and write these songs but then at the end of the day each day kind of thing we each we came back and, and met and, and shared the songs that we kind of mixed down and recorded and it was just really exciting to hear, you know, the things that came out of each group every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm asking a lot about co-writing, but, like, I've been wanting to start co-writing with people so bad, and I'm just, it's hard to, how do you approach <laughs> people and be like, hey, let's write a song together? Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> 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 Fine. Okay. I guess so. I just, like, I've, I've approached a couple people, I'm like, let's, do you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, totally. And then it just never, it never happens. How would you, how, how, okay, let me see if I can word this in a way that makes sense. How do you plan something and then follow through with it? Well, I guess it's, it's just that you got to follow through with it. And, um, you <laughs> know, it's, answering my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like the nature of like, I, you know, working with a, with a five piece band, it's, it's tough to get people, especially musicians, they're, you know, they're the type of people who are, you know, playing a lot and probably have a lot on their plates. So it's yeah. it's tough to get those times to line up. And it doesn't always work out. But, I mean, I guess you got to just keep kind of being a little bit persistent and following through with the, you know, and trying to make something work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess so. Just keep asking and <laughs> follow through. you gotta be the you got to be the one, I guess. Fine. <laughs> I'll take that answer. Uh, so you mentioned a couple of times that you've um, stepped away from being a teacher to pursue this full-time uh, and that's pretty scary to do that yeah. uh, how did you know that it was time that you could step away from that to pursue it full-time well I'd uh, I was a teacher for three years and uh, I had a permanent contract and everything and I had the ability to take leave of absence from that job and try music out so I mean it really was pretty calculated and like I mean when you I tell people that's what I did it's it seems like a huge risk and you know like you're leaving something pretty stable for something that's a little more unknown and uncertain 
And um, so I did that for two years, and then I eventually uh, resigned my contract. But uh, the beauty of uh, being a teacher is that, you know, there's there's definitely sublists and things you can be on. So, I mean, I, I do a lot of touring. I think since my first album, I'm somewhere between 250 and 300 shows across Canada. Wow. Congratulations. Since, since 2014. Thanks. That's crazy. And... Um, and uh, I was finding uh, that you know it's it's great you go out and tour and stuff, but you got to wear so many um, so many different hats as a musician. You're a mm-hmm. you're your own manager, you're your own publicist a lot of times when you're starting out, right? And you're your own booking agent, and then you also somewhere in there have to be the person who's writing the songs. And I found um, you know it can really uh, it can really stretch you out doing doing all that. So. Um, uh, yeah, I've actually managed now in my my point in my my life to to find a little bit of time to do a little bit of subbing as well on the side, which is which has been really nice to keep myself involved in the in the teaching side of things too. And uh, when you get home from the road, it kind of kind of mixes things up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I love the touring, but I also love being around uh, around Winnipeg as well. Have you ever had like a student be like, "Hey, you write music. I know your music." <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, no, I, I've had students and stuff that have. Uh, that have been out to shows and stuff before really cool. or seen me at festivals and, and, and stuff. Weird, and yeah, it's like, okay, well now I'm going to teach you. <laughs> what do you teach? I was the, did, uh, did I, I taught, um, middle school woodworking, art and cooking. Oh, that's right. I remember reading yeah. the bio now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not a lot of people, that's kind of, it's, I've been known to say that, you know, that's, they kind of drove me to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to being a musician in middle school, hormonal students, wielding knives and <laughs> saws and, paintbrushes and stuff but uh no it was it was a great job i I really enjoyed it but uh you know i wouldn't i I obviously i traded it up to to do music full-time and i have got no regrets in what i've been doing and uh the music thing's been going well and i'm super excited to get this album out in the fall and uh and hit the road again and uh and Mm -hmm. yeah see some more places and play some songs and, and then you know look towards the next one sort of thing so so when you first started, were you just were you always in a band, or did you start solo and then eventually bring on people to have like a fuller sound? With my music, Sorry. yes, yeah. Um, I actually started as uh, you know just playing kind of clubs and bars and things on the weekends um, when I was in university and just after high school and stuff. It was just kind of you know with friends we'd play cover songs and stuff, and then we started our own kind of. We had a couple bands that we'd play, but at the end of the day, it was usually, you know, one or two people who were pretty invested in the writing and stuff in the bands, and they eventually fell apart just because, you know, not everybody was, you know, wanting the same sort of things from the music, and that's yeah. that's great, and that's, I mean, that's the nature of it. Uh, so when I started taking things a little bit more seriously, I, I decided to do my project as, as a solo name, uh, and in the hopes that, you know, I can, I can do this as a, you know, a lot of it's pretty folk based so you can you can perform as a solo with you know your guitar your harmonica and your vocals and uh you can kind of layer on as the shows you know see fit like last year i did a a home roots concert series in northern bc where you're playing in people's living rooms basically a straight acoustic and uh it's a wonderful wonderful way to tour and a wonderful way to take in a concert as well if if you folks out there have never been to house concerts there you should check them out if you can you know get involved and so there can be anywhere between 20 to 50, but whatever, however many people can fit in this, these people's homes. And, uh, and yeah, you play music for them acoustically. And then it's, it really kind of tears down that audience performer barrier. And it's just a really human kind of experience. Mm-hmm. So I did a concert like that last, or a, a whole tour of that last, uh, last year. And, uh, you know, and then this summer we were playing Dauphin Country Fest and we we do the Festival of Voyager and stuff. And we've played some shows that, you know, 
do you know work better with you know five piece kind of thing so uh yeah that's kind of the why i chose to go the route of doing kevin roy and then and then having you know members tacked on and bands you know backing up if the shows kind of call for it mm-hmm. so. okay yep do you have any advice for people who maybe want to start or maybe leave their current profession to pursue music like this <laughs> Get ready to take a pay cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, if you're at the end of the day, if you're if you're really passionate about it and you love it, um, you know, it's, it's a lot of hard work and stuff. But I, I feel, you know, like there's a lot of really talented people out there that, um, you know, you got to be ready to be an entrepreneur for sure. And that's something I learned very quickly is that, um, you know, the smallest chunk of the pie of what you do is actually being a musician sometimes and that, uh, it can be tough, but, uh, but you know, like as you get further into your career, you'll have more people joining your team and helping you out Mm -hmm. and, uh, and hopefully you'll find more time to, to, uh, you know, write those songs and stuff. Awesome. Great. So uh, the reason why you're here uh, is to promote this upcoming album release at the Western Culture Center, September 23rd, um, for Heartworn Highways. Why did you decide to call the album Heartworn Highways? That was uh, a bit of a struggle, actually. I had a few different... I I, kind of wanted to go with the, you know, picking a song from the album or a lyric from a song uh, from the album. And, uh, when I looked at the collection of all of them, it actually started as an EP, this album, and I recorded it, um, last fall as an EP. And then this spring I, I went back and did a few more songs just cause I felt it was incomplete. It had so many more songs that wanted to kind of begging me sort of <laughs> to be on this, this album. And so we went back and we finished it up as an LP. But, uh, when I looked at the songs that we had ended up with the, uh, I was looking at the overall themes of everything and, and it was kind of torn between three or so of the song titles. And I felt that Heartworn Highways kind of summed up the most of, you know, what was kind of being conveyed in the songs that were written. Like, I mean, there's everything from, you know, the hardships of, you know, being a part of the music industry and, and blue collar kind of work and stuff um, to songs, you know, cursing early morning wake up calls of a crow to, you know, songs about uh, heartbreak and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, it, Overall, the themes of this of, of the album, there's a lot of you know staying true to your roots and uh, and overcoming you know hardships and 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 doing things you want to do with your life, sort of. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great. So I'm excited. We're gonna hear that song in just a second. Um, so I just want before we go take a, before we take a break to listen to the song. Um, the album release will be at the West End Culture Center yep. on September 23rd. Uh, tickets, you, where can you get tickets? Tickets are available uh, online. Um, it's a t- uh, through Ticketfly, and I believe if you just go to the West End Cultural site, they have a link to it from there. Um, and then you can also buy them in at the Western Cultural Center and into the music and music trader, I believe as well and stuff like that. There's a few places in town. So it has all that information on the Western Cultural Center site for the, the show on the 23rd. Is it, is, will the ticket flyer ever be linked on the event page? Yeah, it's on the event page as well. Okay, so I will, for people who are listening to this on the blog, I will have a link to the event page for the Facebook page so you can find that nice and easy. Um, so it's $15 advanced, but at the door it's $20. Yeah. Correct? Good. Uh, who else is playing with you? Do you know yet? Yeah, so we have a set by Roger Roger. Mm-hmm. So uh, good friends of mine, uh, actually, and the the offspring of my producer Lloyd Peterson from the album yeah. <laughs> so their their dad also produced this record as well so 
um, yeah, it's a really uh, real pleasure to have them. They released their debut last year, yes. and uh, I'm a big fan of uh, of what they've been doing since basically since the start of the songwriting with Madeline and Lucas. Yeah, and so I'm really happy to uh, to have them out that night with us. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Anyone else? Um, at the moment, that's all. But uh, we're there may be someone else too. We'll see. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So stay tuned. Keep stay <laughs> follow us on, Sorry, on social we're media. We're playing Heartworn Highways. Yeah. That we're doing. Yeah. No, did you want to do that? One? Okay. Yeah, no, that'd yeah. be great. I just wanted to do a little preamble into that, if that's Absolutely. great. And that's basically, mm. if there's any fans of old country music out there, uh, kind of outlaw stuff, I'm talking Towns Van Zandt and Merle Haggard and and uh, those those guys, Johnny Cash and stuff. Uh, this song was actually comprised almost exclusively using song titles from their catalogs. Oh. So if you're a fan of old those those artists, old country music, uh, put your ears to this one and uh, and see if you can pick out uh, you know a dozen or more uh, song titles. Oh, that's so clever! I love that. Okay, so everyone who's listening, uh, we are gonna take a break, but you're gonna be listening <laughs> to Heartworn Highways. Through towns with flying shoes and not waiting around to die. Colorado bound, he set out running and riding on the white freight line. He made some cash, he was haggard, a highwayman, though mama tried. He had that rambling white line fever The cocaine blues and the hungry eyes Down the hard-worn highways You're still bound to miss someone Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on the run Lonesome Colorado girl Her cheating heart Cried that day He shed his tears Five feet rising Flooded out Lost highway With trouble In mind The bottle Just let him down he had the lovesick blues and a cold, cold heart. He heard that lonesome whistle sound. Down the hard-worn highways, you're still bound to miss someone. Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on. Sunday morning coming down from swinging doors 
and dead flowers Mama said Don't take your guns to town He headed back To Colorado And asked his lover Why baby why With a sinking heart He raised his pistol He sent her to That sweet by and by Down the hard-worn highways You're still bound to miss someone Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on the run Who do you love, little darling? Cause this man is on the run Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienyash, and I'm here with Kevin Roy. Hello. He's still here. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this part, I want to start talking a little bit more about, uh, so you've, you've done a lot of shows across Canada. Yeah. What is touring like? Touring is a wonderful experience. I think it's like, it's exhausting, but it's also one of the greatest ways to see the country and meet people. And a lot of what I do, and I think some of the some of the greatest joy I get from being a musician,